This is a Rooster Teeth production. Just a few years ago, multiple neighborhoods in Richmond, Virginia were mysteriously gifted a bunch of old TV sets that were left on residents' front porches. Video doorbell cameras caught footage of the culprit wearing a TV as a helmet, but police could never catch the person responsible. Today, we explore the fascinating mystery of the Richmond TV Ferry. This is Red Web. Welcome back, task force at large, the global force you are, to Red Web. It is another Monday. That means I am bringing you another mystery. I am Trevor Collins with me as always, coming in blind, reacting for the very first time, Alfredo Diaz. So is this like not nefarious at all? Is this like a social experiment? Is this, is this what we're walking Maybe. into? Yeah, no, no, we're totally changing the pace. We got all sinister through the spooky Halloween month. Oh. And then we went into a an this, internet Now cryptid. it's like a cleanse. And now we're do, yeah, we're doing a bit of a juice cleanse. This is a this is a bait, isn't it? No. Maybe. Oh, maybe. No, no, no. What? I'm I'm yeah. I'm Hmm. <laughs> He's like, hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. So is it obviously we're gonna dive into it, yeah. but I'm curious to see if there's like so is it just a TV? Is it one of those TVs that have like a built-in um like VCR or something? Could be. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about that detail. Oh, Jillian, do we know that detail? Some of them. Some of them? Yeah, they're old TVs for oh, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm just wondering if like it's big literally just a TV. Like, what's the catch here? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, is it... Uh, that's that's the question. No. Like, is there like any type of video footage associated with the TV at all? I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm, I'm curious and Very we'll dive into it. But I'm skeptical that this isn't just a straightforward dude just drops TVs in uh, at the doorstep of a town. Right. Like, what? what's the motive here? Very good questions, right. first and foremost. That's why you're here with that gut check, that mm-hmm. gut instinct, and those psychic abilities. Oh. Certified. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't know you had that, did you? But no, you do. I did not. Uh, but yeah, no, this is a, it's a lighthearted one. More of an internet mystery. It dabbles with the idea of cryptid because of how people have run away with this. But it's a fascinating one, and I wanted to dive into it. So let's do it. The morning of August 23rd, 2018, at least 20 citizens of Richmond, Virginia, woke up to find televisions sitting on their porches. Two things. Mm -hmm. If this really is a nice thing, okay, makes sense. 20 porches. The person can only give away so many free TVs. Right. Okay. Now, I didn't know it was 2018. I'm thinking CR uh, or CRT TVs. Like I'm talking big old. Oh, we're, we're uh, two- talking old TVs. Oh, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's why they're, they're able to give away like 20 of them. These aren't like little flat screens. Well, hold on. Let me say this though. Huh? It th- we're in the sweet spot where you think those are cheap, but are they abundant? Oh, that's right. A lot of them, you know, get their screens more... blown out and recycled. You know, right. They're harder to come by. Antiques now. Kind of. I mean, I've never searched Maybe. for them. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of just forgot them once screens got thinner and flatter. Right. Because those things are heavy. Th- they're so heavy. Mm. These, these. Are, so we're not talking about those nice flat panel okay. plasmas, LEDs, or anything in between. We should talk about like... Look, you said 2018. I was yeah. like, maybe this person waited outside of a Best Buy during a Black Friday deal uh-huh. and then just... Well, I'm, I'm sure it's limit two per customer, but right, maybe right. they got some friends... Other Ten TV friends. like yeah. enthusiasts, and then they just bought a bunch of these 
like Vizio TV, you know, <laughs> like the solid hey, these quality. Fell off the truck, but we don't want to get caught. So yeah, let's scatter solid the quality, evidence. But they're like inexpensive. Okay. Yeah. Um, this, the picture is being painted for me. Well, yeah. Imagine, you know, you had five brand new TVs that you yoinked at your place and you're like, well, to scatter the evidence, let's, let's give our 20 neighbors one TV each. Right. We'll be like, I don't know. We got these. Now everyone's in trouble. Everyone right. stole something. Yeah. Well, no, these were old tube TVs, as you're talking about. Very heavy things. I'm talking about those thick glass fronts. Depending on your age task force, I'm sure we all have different experiences with mm -hmm. them, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But all these TVs that were given out on these porches were found in the Gray Oaks subdivision in particular. One television specifically was a Toshiba FST black stripe from 1986 and was found at Robin Shore's front porch. Not that you know Robin Shore, but she is a part of this mm -hmm. story. Oh, I didn't know if you had something to, you're taking no. it in. I just kept thinking, like, when does the other shoe drop? Like, I got this, this man all, all shaken and, and it's stirred. Like Robin Shore, a victim that was given a TV. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when things got hairy. I'm telling you, we're palate cleansing this week. So Shore was leaving for work that morning when she saw an object on her front porch, which she assumed, as anyone might do, to be a package. So, of course, she asked her husband, hey, could you grab the, you know, she texts. Mm -hmm. She's not screaming into the house. She's like, she asked her husband, can you grab the package off the porch and just bring it inside? Her husband then goes outside to see what was actually on the porch was a TV. And oh, Okay, because I was wondering, since you were referring to it as like a package, maybe yeah. it was like boxed up, but it's not. It's just, it's, a, it's just TV. a TV okay. out in the open. And so he goes back to the text and he goes, I, I, sure, where would you like this TV? I don't know where you want it. And then she goes, well, that's when she realizes... It wasn't a package. It was some mysterious thing that she never ordered. It was just a TV sat out in the open. So, of course, uh, Shore jumped to one of the neighborhood online groups, something like Nextdoor, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. an app that allows neighbors to talk to one another yeah. about what's going on, and warned people that if this happened to them, maybe don't bring this directly inside your house. I mean, I don't want to go off the rails here, but there have been patterns like this where people should like have mysterious objects or packages sent to their house sometimes they're ticking mm -hmm. and then they bring them in and something bad goes down and so she posts on this group and says quote don't put them inside your house who knows what can happen something bad like a birthday surprise birthday surprise that you don't want oh okay um it's interesting they went straight to don't bring this inside i would have me knowing that you know using those apps it'd be like okay did anyone accidentally like send this to the wrong house mm. or you know what i mean like is this but anyone it's just else's? A tv just out this is anyone's old tv yeah right that's why i would think that like oh this was accidentally dropped at my doorstep oh like somebody like oh this was meant for a friend or right. a family member yeah yeah someone's something like else. oh no i was expecting that yeah like, yeah or something and then at that point i mean lying or not just like take it yeah only to go to the app and find that 19 other yeah. people had tvs that's weird yeah and so um do we ahead. know how big and heavy these tvs are TVs like this can weigh over 20 pounds. It depends on the size of the TV, mm -hmm. the dimensions of it. But anecdotally, I remember when I was a kid, I was trying to update my PS2. So you had to hardwire that thing into the internet, no Wi-Fi, just to update mm -hmm. my action replay, mm -hmm. get my cheat codes for the games I couldn't beat because oh, I'm a man, little boy. Man, and in order to see what was going on, I had to lug my TV also over to the ethernet port. Oh my God. And so I grabbed that thing and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and that thing might have been, might have been 28 inches. Oof, chunky. Uh, yeah, four by three aspect ratio. And that thing was heavy, like 40 pounds it felt like in my memory. Yeah. So, so it's, not like, it's not like a 
smaller TV because I know yeah no. these things would be heavy, but it's not like a like a small two TV. Right, right. There's, he's, this person is lugging it yeah. over to these doorsteps. There's different kinds, but on the whole, we'll we'll average them yeah. out to be about twenty pounds, give or take. Okay, cool. Yeah. But when she goes to the group, she finds that other people have had these mysterious TVs placed at their porch. And it is a good instinct to not bring them immediately inside your house, warns others. And that's when the other people in the group were considering these to be perhaps Trojan horses. Who knows what would happen if you brought them inside and plugged them in? What could be hidden within the confines of these large TVs? Yeah. Um, spy cams. Cameras. Yeah. Again, ticking devices with yep. an explosive behavior. Mm-hmm. Not a birthday cake again. Yeah. Well, hey, it could be an easy bake oven disguised as a TV. <laughs> you know weird. what I mean? Like you, you hear a ding and then a, yeah. a little muffin comes out the VHS yeah. hole. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be so skeptical. Like <laughs> little muffin comes out. <laughs> Whoa, my, my TV just coughed up a muffin. <laughs> like, I don't know. Nothing in this world is really free. No. Or no, definitely no, not. No. So, of course, like Shore, other residents of Grey Oaks receive these old heavy CRT TV sets. And uh, like we said, they, they can be over 20 pounds, depending on the size of them. Now, whoever did this, given that 20 pounds number, must have been able to carry and transport around 400 pounds or more of these old TVs in one night, getting them to porches, going to the next house, getting to the porches, without waking anybody up or being seen. Because again, no one knows who this entity is, this person. Also good timing. Not to get caught. It's true. Just like, I mean, you got a, you probably got a truck. You know, I'm mm -hmm. just imagining Ford F-150. It's built Ford Tough. Oh yeah. <laughs> Rolling up, you parking in front of someone's house. With these amounts of TVs, you're gonna need some you good gotta, shock right. absorbers. Yeah. You know, so it's a good suspension. Yeah. Yeah. You're pulling out the the truck bed, dropping it on the porch. You mentioned earlier they got a TV helmet. Probably hard as hell to see. Especially if you're that's doing it at point. night. So that's that's a whole thing to do. And just to not get caught. Yeah. I walk my dog out every night. Different times. You'll never know. You don't leave you a know? pattern. No. Never retread Can't the same ground. Can't be traced by them owls. Yeah. Um, that's why you always leave the second story window. For some reason. For I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's just like, man, good timing. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, what other vehicle would you say? Because I know where we're headed. What other vehicle would you say might help you do this steed mm, oh electric vehicle an electric vehicle i was not going that direction you keep but it I under five hear. miles no one oh, can the hear prius. it the no prius one can silent. hear it dang that's a good point look a prius can carry a lot i've got a um a best friend from high school who has a prius and mm -hmm. he put the largest subwoofer in the back of his oh, prius hell yeah so i know that you can put a lot in there it might also be the, it might also be the onlyest prius uh, probably with a subwoofer probably love that but yeah i mean it's gotta be i mean gotta be transporting it in a car and if you have like 20 of these yeah it's gotta be spacious right at least an suv, SUV. Not throwing that into a camry that's true you know you're not rolling up in a 95 camry no no way okay uh, probably a van, right? Yeah. Oh, kind of where I yeah. was thinking. But either way, a lot of TVs to share in one night. Now, Henrico County Police received multiple calls from concerned residents about these gifted TVs, but it was hard to investigate them because essentially a crime had not been committed. Not necessarily, besides maybe like illegal dumping or something like that. Now, TV recipients and police never got any answers as to what happened that night. And off went lives, right? On went the year, no new evidence, no new news, 
kind of just became a blip in the radar. Oh, wow. So yeah. like months passed. Oh, yeah. A year passed. Like a whole, in fact. Yeah. Until a whole year. A whole year. And it, and it seemed like whatever this was, was just a blip in the rearview mirror that this was just an oddity of the town. Let's move past it. But on August 11th of 2019, almost a full year later, the Hampshire neighborhood of Richmond also woke up to find television sets on their porches. This time, there were more TVs than before. Up to 60 TVs were delivered on this night. Many of these TVs were actually still working, which raises the question, did people bring them inside and try them? I don't know. Well, yeah. But how else would you know? There's I mean, I guess. I, man, it just I seems do, like not smart. I do have an outside outlet. Mm. So technically, you can try them without being inside. No, the day was wet. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't advise it. I but, mean, you wake up to a TV filled with dew, you know, the morning uh, dew of an August morning. At all. But I mean, no, I'm thinking people brought it in and yeah. plugged it in. Or, or police tested it later. I don't oh, know. Oh, true. Something like that. I hope something safe went down. But point is, there were 60 TVs in a different neighborhood a year later. Very interesting. Now, a boy named Max Schumann was one of the many who found one of these surprise TVs on his doorstep. Schumann's brother took the TV set apart to see if there was anything dangerous planted inside. What an intelligent brother. That's also dangerous in itself. Though. Very dangerous with these old TVs. I got to say that. There are capacitors in these things that can hold charges for a long time. And if you don't know how long these TVs have been unplugged for, that could become literally explosive or, or electrifying. Hmm. So please, if you're just at home fiddling with an old TV right now for some reason, be careful and ground yourself and wear a lot of rubber. Now, he opened up this TV to figure out if there was anything inside, but it turned out that nothing more than an old TV was inside. So just seems that someone's delivering old TVs. So at this point, do they still not know that it's a person with a TV helmet delivering? This is where we know that we have the TV helmet person. This is where we find out. Right? Yeah. Just checking. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's a difference between the neighborhoods or if there's much evidence from the first time, but because of ring doorbells in particular, mm -hmm. that's just associated with this, not a sponsor, just a, a doorbell that has a video device on it for motion. This is how we have evidence of this person wearing a blue jumpsuit and like a television on their head. In fact, that's actually one of the key differences between this occurrence and the year prior's occurrence is the fact that there's at least one instance of a ring doorbell camera catching the person who did this in the night, what they looked like. I have a photo of them right now. I'll let you react to that for the first time while also describing it. And uh, Task Force, if you want to take a look at this photo, as always, head to our socials, Instagram, Twitter, at RedWebPod. What do you see there? I mean, it looks like like a light blue like raincoat, gray gloves, mm -hmm. has a TV as a head. Yeah. Or like probably, a I mean, computer monitor or something. Yeah. It's like that yeah. Beige. Also kind of like a computer monitor. Yeah. And it, yeah, I'm sure it's just gutted and that's it. They're like tilting their head to the side along with their upper torso and just got a little wave going yeah. on. They're looking back right what at the camera the and waving. Hell? Okay. Yeah. That's all that's all I, there is to it. I mean, it. it just seems like either someone is just being friendly and just decided, you know what, this would be this would entertain me if I did this. Mm -hmm. Um, or it's just some social experiment. Yeah. That's how, what it feels how like. How would this neighborhood react to me dropping off TVs? Right. It seems like just a silly, harmless prank. It is quite literally the definition of random. Like this yeah. is just very 
random. Yeah. What's interesting is that the first one took place in a specific neighborhood, and then this one took place in a separate neighborhood. Now, Jillian, when we say neighborhood, are we talking like city neighborhoods where it's like an area of that town? Or are we talking about like suburb neighborhoods where... I think they were suburb, different suburb Suburb neighborhood? Okay. Yeah. They're like, they're very close together. Yeah. Yeah. On the probably map. just suburb adjacent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see that. It, it, like, you can't hit the same neighborhood because now the original neighborhood has no soliciting, no TV sign. Right. They right? learn. They're immune. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would... Even if I wasn't doing anything harmless, I'd be scared to just drop it off to the same neighborhood. Yeah. Because it'd be like, remember that weird TV thing? Hey, we're coming like, up be- on a year. Maybe you'll do it again. Yeah. Or just like, you know, you'll. I'm sure they randomly just think every now and then, hey, what if we ever do figure out who that TV guy is? I and- beat him up and get more TVs out of him. Right, That's what yeah. I do. Hey, yeah. hey, you, stop giving me TVs. <laughs> hey, hey, you, I want another one though. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Now, again, the difference here, at least one of them caught him on the camera. That's the one where he's waving. But many of these cameras at large, I think there's a few videos online that you can see the camera catching someone, probably this very same person, slowly delivering these TVs to various porches. And again, as your description went, it's like a blue jumpsuit kind of hard to see in the blurriness of these night photos but it's like a blue jumpsuit it does look like rubber gloves and then yeah somehow they're looking through a dark lens of a tv so you don't see their face but somehow they're able to see yeah in one specific video he sets the tv down turns around waves the camera and off he goes and that's the infamous image that we know this i use heavy air quotes this cryptid by i think it's definitely (laughs) just like a little prankster but we'll dive into the theories on that one here in a sec but This time, the police worked with solid waste divisions to remove the TVs from the resident porches and drove them away with a truck. Uh, So that way they were properly disposed of because they are unique equipment, but also to ensure that no one came to harm from any foul play that might have gone down. But it's nice to know that at least one TV was looked into and it was safe. Mm -hmm. But but that's really the story. What? Yeah, it's a a shorter one this week. A nice little palate cleanser, but more information on this particular comes in some of the theories. Okay. Yeah. One of the theories goes pretty hard. Man, pretty it really is just a dude dropping off TVs. Yeah. A person dropping off TVs. We, we cover all the whole spread now of mysteries, whether it be, well, this one really took the internet by storm. So I'd call this like a pseudo internet mystery, but yeah. uh, that's really where it got its legs and ran away with itself. But yeah, just a, a nice little palate cleanser to, to talk about just a, a fun Again, I'm hoping fun, lighthearted, right. little pranky kind of mystery well, here. <laughs> the weird thing that's going through my head right now is that there's always a handful of things in each mystery. It's like, oh man, I really wish I knew what the murder weapon was mm-hmm. or like how blood seeped through the floor or whatever. This one, I really want to know the uh, vehicle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what car was this person driving? Right. You can, like, all these TVs. You can just barely see it in the background of the videos. Mm-hmm. I have a clip for you right here. All right, so here comes the video. Like, these are decent-sized TVs. And then just walks away. Bye. Yeah, I can't make it out in the background. But literally just driving up the house is dropping off TVs. It was, uh, it's kind of adorable how gingerly this, this person walks up 
turns around so they can set the TV down carefully, bends mm -hmm. at the knees, not the back, yeah. sets the TV down so it's facing the screen, facing the door. Right. And then while we're watching this video clip, it ends with a close-up of the TV and it says Toshiba. And I was like, this is the weirdest commercial. <laughs> and then part of me, and before we get to the theories, part of me wants to be cynical and go, is this just a ring doorbell stunt to make viral videos that have the ring doorbell watermark? Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. Some guerrilla marketing. That, that's a very interesting theory. That is a theory that you just invented. Wait, hold on now. I've heard that before. Oh, you have? Yeah, by other cynics. Oh, okay. It, it's a whole community. Oh. It's me and... And squonk. And squonk. And baby it's hands. Me and, it's me and three, three other people. Yeah. We, we meet up for lunch down at the Taco Bell. The committee. We don't um, eat there. We just meet there. Because we, we're cynical. We don't trust their meat. Yeah, I. It, it just seems so pleasant in their body language, yeah. dude. Just so calm. The way they turn around and just go bye, and they wave yeah. like they don't say bye, but they wave. And uh, I'm like, that's adorable. I love that they make sure the TV is facing. Yeah, the person who will it isn't be just opening. placed there. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like so you are a viewer um, almost of this TV. Yeah, it's 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 not like. <laughs> it's, it's not delivered like FedEx. <laughs> Honey, did you order the broken glass did you and hear a, that? a bunch of? <laughs> the hell was that? Broken TVs on people's doorstep, just chugging them like ten feet. I love, <laughs> I love the ASMR journey. It's like a an immersive story you just gave by you know? sound. Oh, I love that. I love that. What's up, Task Force members? I know it's not Trevor, it's not Christian, it's me, Alfredo. And I'm here to tell you that the impending doom is coming. Not you, not me, not the owls can stop them. The catfish are on their way. That being said, everyone calm down. Let's get into it. I just wanted to make sure to let you guys know that, hey, Case Files returns December 1st for first members and December 2nd on YouTube. Also today, Cyber Monday, uh, we got Cyber Monday hoodies on sale. So make sure to take a look at that. We've been plugging those for a bit. But let me go ahead and tell you about Uncommon Goods. It's officially holiday time, and that means tons of shopping. Struggling to find that perfect, unique gift? Well, you can relax and cut down on your shopping time thanks to Uncommon Goods, your holiday secret weapon. Uncommon Goods scours the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. And when you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. I had my wonderful Uncommon Goods experience. I did a little um, interactive treasure hunt, which was awesome. And then, uh, you know, I, I kind of, it's wintertime. So I got the small indoor s'mores fire pit, which is pretty fun. And um, just because I'm that type of guy, I got the essential oil shower steamers because um, it's a nice way to wake up in the morning when you're taking a shower. Anyways, to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash redweb. That's uncommongoods.com slash redweb for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. 
Everyone can relate to this problem. You take a million photos on your phone and then forget about them because you don't have any easy way to look at them. Well, Aura Frames is here with gorgeous digital frames so you can display all of those images, perfect wedding photos, funny vacation shots, and even your selfies if you want. Aura is nothing like the digital frames from a decade ago. Every frame is thoughtfully designed to fit any decor style with a stunning HD display, unlimited storage, super easy setup, and most importantly, no fees. That's why they were named the best digital picture frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and more. My personal experience, we got a couple frames in. I went with the minimalistic frame, so having options is wonderful. I stuck it in the office and I use it to take photos of Christian when he doesn't know I'm taking photos of him. And then I send it right to the picture frame and then we can have <laughs> a beautiful collage of photos of Christian <laughs> with photos of him, of himself. Uh, that's what I do with my picture frame and I'm having a blast. Right now, Task Force members can take advantage of Aura's Cyber Monday sale and get $50 off their best-selling Carver matte frames. Just go to AuraFrames.com slash RedWeb. That's A-U-R-A frames.com slash RedWeb. These are Aura's lowest prices ever, so get yours now before they sell out. And if you miss this sale, there will still be great deals through the end of the year. Terms and conditions apply. Having a comfortable chair can make all the difference in your gaming performance. And if you want the comfiest, most ergonomic chair, Optimum Chairs is the place to go. You can get yourself comfy, durable, long-lasting gaming chairs with all the fancy ergonomic stuff, all at a price that blows the competition away. And Optimum Chairs Pro Gaming Chairs are backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're unhappy for any reason, even though you won't be, you don't have to worry. Shipping is free worldwide, so why wait? Upgrade your setup and get comfy. Um, I'm having a great time with my Optimum Chair. It's very durable. I love the lumbar support and all that is very, very important because I don't have the best back. So that being said, it's a great experience to sit down and just be not worrying about my sitting position, even though I slouch a little bit, but you know, it helps um, having proper lumbar support. So it's great to be able to not worry about how I'm sitting and my health and just focus on what I'm doing on my computer. For a limited time, you can get 10% off at checkout when you go to OptimumChairs.com and use code REDWEB10. That's OptimumChairs.com dot com code red one zero red web that's optimumchairs.com code red web one zero to get 10 percent off your chair all right let's move on to the theories the theory the first one we kind of said it at the top was this simply a prank with no real motive no real end goal other than to do something fun and silly Richmond, Virginia is home to five major colleges, including the University of Richmond and Virginia State University. One quick wrinkle on this is that this did take place in mid to late August. And depending on the school, depending on the year, it is possible that the fall semester had not begun yet. But I do know, at least in my experience, get to college early. You're right. You move in, you have the party week, you hang, and then you do the schooling. So it's a possible wrinkle that maybe it was either a local college student or maybe maybe not a college student at all. But either way, one recipient in particular, Michael Kroll, theorized these television deliveries may have been a prank from bored college kids saying this, quote, They had way too much time on their hands if they had all these TVs and spread them all over the neighborhood. I think it's funny in some ways. Now, if my whole front yard was covered with TVs, I'd kind of get upset. Which I think is just an idea for next year, which didn't right. happen. TVs didn't oh, get delivered so during quarantine. It was just, oh yeah, I guess quarantine did happen. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, but we got to find this Michael Kroll guy and litter his yards with good it's old TVs. True. 
I'd kind of get upset. You know, one TV, that's a gift. A thousand TVs in my yard? Now that's just tedious. There was another recipient, Jim Brooksbank, who believed it also to be a comedic prank. They said, quote, It's sort of funny. He wants to be known as the TV Santa Claus. I don't know. I can't think of any technology or political point that would be valid here. It's just a senseless prank. Which is true. There's no real kind of metaphor here to be found. It's just kind of something silly to do. Maybe somebody came into an abundance of TVs and off they went. But like CRT TVs can go for some money because like I know like that's true. Speedrunners use them like oh, yeah. specifically CRT TVs. They yeah. can go for like 30 bucks. They can go for like hundreds. They also make things like Putt-Putt look better. You know what I mean? If you're playing Putt-Putt, that little vehicle car, or you're playing like uh, Freddy the Fish, playing Pajama Sam, they're going to look real good on a CRTV, but when you put them on an HD screen, you see every little pixel all True. like rough around the edges. No, Pajama Sam looks great. No. <laughs> oh, no, I'm saying it looks great, but it's built for a CRT What's TV. What's the cheese? Pavardi? What are they? Sorry. I, I played this recently. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is it's just basically like the way the structure of these TVs are is that they can take those low res image like the art the sprite imagery of those old games were specifically built for the yeah, displays yeah. of those Some TVs. people really like that style yeah and so you get the blur that goes between the pixels and it makes it look a little nicer but i don't know maybe i'm making this up do they have quicker refresh rates so if you're oh, no, a speedrunner that they look more accurate uh, the, the refresh rate on the CRT TVs are like non-existent so gotcha. i used to uh man back when i was a wee little gamer uh, baby and um, baby that's where I started a lot of my competitive FPS games mm -hmm. and making the switch over to like HDTVs and stuff like that mm -hmm. it was very difficult because I was like this looks beautiful it's bigger but there's definitely a delay here like yeah. I definitely feel like this delay that I so that transition was a little difficult Got and so it. I can see people just like like speedrunners like Jillian was saying that like just don't want to make a transition they're playing right. older games anyways and so they're just like I, I'm speedrunning this is what I know. I'm good on this platform here, and so I'm going to stick to it. That or like fighting games. If you're doing a Smash Bros. tournament, which is just a bunch of characters fighting, if you haven't heard of that game, I was throwing it back. Uh, you want to be able to react in time and yeah. uh, be able to counter things. But let's move on to the next one. Now, the name we kind of gave this theory is going to sound a little confusing, but the idea here is that there was a specific person that was doing this, but they're unnamed. Now, again, that sounds confusing because of course a person did this. What I'm right. saying is, we might know who that was, but looking back, we don't know their name. That makes sense. We'll just get into it. Maybe it'll clear up when I get there. Mm, okay. The point is, there's a lot of things around a particular individual. It's just that that person's name is anonymous. They own a TV shop? Well, maybe. Something close to that. So with that confusion aside, let's dive in. As police investigated these bizarre occurrences, they found two incidents that appeared to be linked to this supposed TV fairy. A 19-year-old boy and his sister were caught dropping TVs along the sidewalk at Deep Run High School in Glen Allen, Virginia. Jillian, do we know if that was also in 2019 by chance? I think so. Okay. That's from what I could find. Okay. These TVs were spray-painted with the word Senior on them, which the sister later admitted to the police was simply the word Senior, like a senior in high school, mm -hmm. pronounced with a lisp. The same boy actually had been caught near a burglarized warehouse in Goochland, Virginia, roughly 30 miles down the road from Richmond. Police found over 30 TVs being stored in that warehouse. He became the prime suspect for these deliveries and lived down the street from where many of these TVs were found. Henrico County Police Lieutenant Matt Pekka said that the incidents are, quote, at most illegal dumping. However, suspects 
could face three or more charges such as dumping trash, trespassing, and oddly enough, a felony for wearing a mask in public. This totally oh. threw me. Oh. Yeah. In the state of Virginia, fun fact, I guess, it's illegal for anyone over the age of 16 to intentionally try to conceal their identity under a mask when appearing in any public place or upon any private property. That's so weird. Intentionally? Right. Now, how do you prove intent? Right. Like, what if I was dressed up as Kylo Ren, mm -hmm. handing lightsabers to people and challenging them to, to lightsaber duels? It's a very good question. Or does that I lie? I would be alarmed. Okay. A little bit. But Duel of Fates is playing. Okay, I'm in. Okay. I'm grabbing the just, other lightsaber just, and I'm going for just it. Just checking. But I mean, like, I don't know, like, cosplaying and everything like that. Like, I think that is not trying to hide your identity. Because, like, the joke in me wants to say, like, is this just a way to prevent older kids from, like, trick-or-treating? I don't know. There are actually exceptions. Like, okay. costumes and jobs that might require... Covering your okay, face. that makes sense. Interesting though. It's, it's like I feel like I could do a whole uh, episode on just like obscure laws that I've never heard of before. Oh, that, yes, most definitely. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. maybe there's laws or like legit laws, but they're based around like cryptids. <gasps> Cryptid or, law. Yeah. I'm. I should get a degree in that. Oh my. <laughs> took it to 11 be a fake degree <laughs> wait, 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 hold on not if i start inventing laws if there's enough that that could be like an episode for like case files or something yeah that'd be fun. actual true cryptid laws yeah or laws <laughs> that originate yeah from like cryptid encounters that'd yeah. be cool if anyway. that exists that'd be cool yeah. task force if you know about it shout them out but because of these laws, obscure or otherwise, multiplied across all of the different instances of TV dumping, the police stated that this person could face up to 52 total charges if they were confirmed to be the culprit. Police obtained a search warrant for his house in the Twin Hickory neighborhood, oh, damn. but no evidence was found. So it could have been a lot of little charges stacked up pretty quick. That's just wild. for something so, so silly. Harmless and silly, but I mean, right. like, yeah. Rules are rules, I guess. Mm -hmm. Now, this what is kind be, of... What would, ahead, sorry, what would be... I mean, I guess the evidence would just be a bunch of TVs. But he already, but there already has a bunch of TVs in storage, though. So the evidence would be circumstantial, pretty much, because, like, okay, you've done something similar with a senior prank where you put TVs on the sidewalk and you spray-painted the word, quote, senior on it. Yeah. Sure, okay, so you've known to do that. You were nearby a burglarization of a warehouse that had TVs in it, like... Is that enough to attach this person to it? No. I I don't, you know. I mean, like, what were they expecting it's to not find? Hard like a cork board with a map and then right. pins with red strings to each house. And right. Like, we've got them. Right. A thick letter that says, Nailed this it. is why I did it. Right. This. Let me take you back to 1986 when I first saw my first TV. <laughs> and I feel like a 19 year old. <laughs> yeah, right. <that's> like, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that's like, it's so like harmless. It's like, they're not going to have some type of I don't know, manifest or right. something like that. Right. So ultimately no charges were placed. They didn't pin it to this individual in particular, but there is a sub theory or it's kind of like alongside this. I don't want to give it as a full sub theory, but it does reflect on somebody else. And I'll just kind of dive into it. So YouTubers internet today, as well as the channel slightly sociable, who we've talked about before on a previous episode, pointed out that some of the footage used by local journalists actually originated from a vlogger named Zach Levette. 
uploaded on August 11th of 2019, the morning of the second appearance of the TV fairy. The vlog showed social media posts and footage of people with their TVs before police arrived. Levitt and his friends were also interviewed by these news stations. And then these YouTube creators theorized that Levitt may have been the second TV fairy and wanted to do it in order to promote his channel, which had kind of just launched after seeing how much attention the first bout of television fairy things went. Oh, don't do it. You're going to face these charges. Right. I mean, you, you, it seems fun and, and dandy and you kind of want to jump on the bandwagon, get some attention. Then suddenly you step in it and you get in trouble for something again that might just be for fun. Levitt was also 19 at the time, and he published a video of him renovating his van the week before. So he does have a vehicle that could carry these oh, things see, around. The van. Right. Though at the very beginning of his video, Levitt included a disclaimer saying that he was not involved in the TV fairy situation at all. I don't know if that's a kind of, hey, don't look any closer, even though it was me, or if he's just being honest. But it is worth mentioning. Probably just knowing that that type of stunt could face serious charges and he was just trying to distance himself. Yeah. Which, again, I'm flexing my opinion here. Kind of sucks. Outside of the tedium of getting rid of all those TVs. Yeah. And outside of the unknown of if anything sinister were afoot within these TVs, it just seems like a kind of harmless thing. And I, and I, I you know, they didn't charge anybody, but I also think that that's because they didn't pin anybody for it. Right. And it just seems like a harmless thing. But now you kind of maybe see why it's like a sub theory. Both 19 year olds, is it the same person or is it a second person? Mm -hmm. Kind of blurry. So ultimately, though, regardless of how you want to shake it out, it seems that neither the TVs from 2018 or 2019 had any involvement with the senior prank or Levitt's involvement in any way. And so perhaps there's just uh, no dots to connect here. It's coincidence. Yeah. Hmm. Either way, it is it is interesting to explore both these alleys because without any other information, this does seem like a pretty valid direction to consider. I mean, it's a very unique Strong coincidence, coincidence if it is it. one, you know. Absolutely. Like, but beyond that, that brings us to our final theory. And you mentioned this at the top because you are psychic. You read this with your mind's eye. Was this performance art or some sort of social experiment in the subreddit called Non-Murder Mysteries? It is a channel all about, <laughs> as it says mysteries that don't feature murder, there was a thread actually created back in 2020 posted dedicated to the Richmond TV fairy and trying to figure it out. I'm actually a subscriber to this subreddit and it's basically a way to crowdsource a solution. What do people know about this? Let's crowdsource our memories of the data, try to search the internet, scour for anything that we can and try to find a solution. Um, all, obviously, a lot of these mysteries stay mysteries, but it's at least an interesting place to go if you like those mysteries that don't feature the heavy, heavier subjects. Hmm. Now, some of these users uh, suggest that the TVs may have been left as some sort of art project. In fact, there was a Reddit user named Female Fortitude who posted, quote, I live in Richmond and also go to art school in Richmond. This is definitely some art project of sorts. And they were followed up by another Reddit user named Vanilla Rose Love who responded by saying, absolutely, the odds of this being a VCU arts student who grew up in the West End is roughly 3,892,027%. Oh, 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 I, okay. I think they were just mean. Yeah, yeah, just just a big number. It. But yeah. basically some local college students going like, this feels very on brand for right, my peers for, in the arts yep, here. Yep. Another user named Wish Grinder shared their interest in the TV sets as art pieces, saying, quote, 
I would be stoked to have an old TV show up on my porch. You can make those into all sorts of cool stuff these days, which is true. You could hollow them out and make some sort of like terrarium in there. I don't yeah. know. Or you could use it, right? A lot of people, like Jillian was saying, seek out these old school TVs. I personally don't because I can hear them on from five rooms over because they have that high pitched yeah. whine, you know? Mm. They got that. It's just like for me, it's like a dog whistle, you know, just a high pitched thing. And I remember as a kid, if I, uh, you know, you'd have to go to line in to get to your GameCube or get to your PlayStation. Right. And uh, I'd be two rooms over and I'd be like, huh, I think I left the TV on. And I'd go over in there and I'd turn it off with nothing playing. It would just be a, a dark screen making that whining yeah. noise. And you'd hear it go and then it crackles yep. as it mm -hmm. turns off. And my mom would always be like, how, how did you know that was on? I'm like, well, my ears were bleeding. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I could hear it. I could hear it from across the way. Yeah. You could like touch the screen and you could, oh like, yeah, yeah. put was... your you put your head on it and like yeah hair no comes out. <laughs> I can't I I don't want to hear about a research paper that comes out and goes yeah that was actually terrible for you oh you know what I mean that's <laughs> gonna be our generation's uh, yeah. leaded oil or leaded gasoline Oof. they put lead in everything our parents and their grandparents it's yeah just, they really they really on. did they're like mm, it makes the cans taste sweet <laughs> oh. mm. but yeah I oh I don't want to think about that but. In this same Reddit thread, though, you'll actually find people defending the TV fairy and saying that they should not be charged because no one got hurt. And that's kind of, you know, I mean, I'm feeling that. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Many people actually fell in love with the idea of the TV fairy, became fans of them, and created fan art. So, uh, and, then, and then lovingly began referring to it as some form of cryptid. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was 20, we said 20... 2018 2019, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, this is... This Man, this is, is when we peaked. To now, yeah. This is before so. we had to go back inside for two years. I mean, I think that we peaked with the outdoors. We had a man or a woman, but per the theories, we had a man, 19 years old, running around with a TV on their head, waving at cameras. Dropping off TVs. Dropping off TVs. Using proper lifting techniques. I love it. Love to see it. Yeah. They don't want to hurt themselves. Look, let's be honest. If they were go lifting with their back, we would have been all over it. Hold on a second. I'm like, what are you doing? Look at that form. Uh, right. We would have torn it apart. brought it up again and again. True. But I mean, with lifting techniques like that, we might have ourselves a buff scientist under that jumpsuit. Oh. Rippling head to yeah. tippy toe. A scientific social experiment. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they are having TVs. It's true. They got it up on their shoulders looking around easy peasy. Yeah. And they jump into their vehicle. Then they got some like cemented beakers attached to each other. Right. right. And then just curling, just as pulling ribs. To the next. Yeah, right. Yeah. You ever you ever see somebody in a full jumpsuit and a TV on their head doing curls as they're driving down, yeah, the, uh, the Richmond streets? Just you be know, careful. You know that's a scientist. You, you know it's a scientist, and so that makes me think that the theory that this was a social experiment is confirmed. Uh, Trying to get that tangible <laughs> evidence confirmed. with those ring doorbells. I lean towards that. But yeah, I that's mean, that's the theory this, I subscribe to. Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of everything, whether it be a prank or a social experiment, performance art, what have you. I think there's definitely a lot to these theories, or at least a piece of truth in each of them. I find it very fascinating that despite the anonymity of this 19 year old boy, that I mean, it is coincidence, of course, but I find that that is the closest we're probably ever going to get to whoever did this until somebody. It's like a it's like a max headroom light. You know, yeah. it's it's not really doing much other than flexing an ability to kind of do something interesting mm -hmm. and get people talking about it. And then they disappear. 
Mm-hmm. We'll, we, you know, I hope someday on someone's deathbed they'll go. I was TV fan. Right. I was about to say but, that. I, I just hope that one day we can compile a list of like mysteries solved at the yeah. final hour. Right. And it's just a bunch of people like it was me. You, <sighs> you got all the information wrong. Yeah. It was for Squonk. It was for Squonk. Uh. Just so we could have a TV to watch late at night. <laughs> <laughs> you just see puddles. The puddles in front of, of all these TVs. TV. <laughs> Dang. He sees himself in the, the black mirror of the reflection. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been the TV fairy. I hope you enjoyed this uh, nice November palate cleanser. That was harmless as hell. Yeah. Well, we'll figure out how to change the dial oh, a little bit next week just because uh, you said that. Well, you know, know we'll, you we'll pull will. out a good one. I but, uh, know you <laughs> will. But all right. That has been the mystery of the TV fairy task force. If you see them out there, take a photo, take a selfie, and enjoy your time with them. Until, until, I don't know, stay wary. We, mm. we just don't know. Just don't know. Mm-hmm. Fredo, see you right back here next Monday for another mystery. Maybe. It's scary. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs>